Great, welcome to episode 68 of The Shore Report. 68. We've been doing this, this for two is, years almost, right? I know, two years. I haven't got the date exactly, but it's it? close. Yeah. Update our LinkedIn profiles or something. Well, maybe, after, especially after today's guest. Yeah, after today's guest. Holy cow, how lucky are we? So yeah, let's just jump right into it. We're going to talk about Bruce Power and we're joined with the president and CEO. Wonderful. Well, how exciting today to invite to the show Mr. Mike Renchek, our president and CEO of Bruce Power. Nice to be here. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks so much. Well, we're really excited that you're here. We're really excited about all of the wonderful things that are happening just down the road at Bruce Power. And um, we're grateful for the opportunity. Um, So myself and our CAO, David Smith, and Mayor Luke Charbonneau, we attended the Canadian Nuclear Conference last week, Canadian Nuclear Association Conference in Ottawa. Um, It's always such an exciting conference to go to for lots of reasons. Um, You know, I always talk about the networking involved and the opportunity to, to chat. We really enjoyed the uh, the supplier panel. That was a really um, insightful conversation. Good to hear from leadership at Bruce Power. And it reminds me that we're getting closer and we're like 300 days out now from the major component replacement project. And so, you know, what opening question for you is, is where do you see, how are you feeling as the company right now? And where do, what do you see as challenges, opportunities as the rest of this year unfolds? Yeah, you know, a few things. We started in 2016 with our life extension. And uh, quite frankly, by the time we start in 2020, we'll have about a billion dollars already invested in the facility and new parts, new components, new technologies. So I, I think you know, as we get at this and uh, we're, we continue, uh, you, we'll see continued expansion in the communities. You know, we're, I think we're in about 50 companies now moving mm-hmm. into the area. And that's a sign of the scale of work that we have ongoing now. Uh, at the plant. So we've been ramping up slowly over the last three years, but surely, and uh, replacing uh, pumps, motors, valves, you know, computer systems, control systems, and that'll go on all the way through 2045. And then in January of 2020, we start with the major component replacements, which is primarily directed at replacing uh, major parts of the reactor and uh, feed water systems and uh, steam generators. But by and large, we've been at this uh, for a while now. And then the major component replacements will run all the way through 2036. So Mm -hmm. it gives us a good long time horizon to establish those partnerships, establish community businesses. And it's not just here in Great Bruce and Huron County. Uh, You're seeing the ripple effect all throughout Ontario. We do Mm -hmm. business with about 180 companies directly, big ones, and each one of them do business with 180 companies and you yeah. know r- roughly the scale of this gets quite large mm-hmm. right uh, one contract we issued with one company has a hundred sub suppliers on it wow. and, <laughs> and about 91 percent 90 percent of the spend is right here in Ontario so, that's incredible yeah, I love that awesome. such a great story and that's sort of a good segue to our themes of our of our podcast is uh, be with the scale of that work it's about collaboration partnerships and innovation specifically and we we think of ourselves as innovative sogging shores Mm -hmm. is an innovative community Mm -hmm. lots of people here you know are able to think in those terms and bruce power it's in your dna i i feel when i think about bruce power as an innovative company so can you speak to some of the new ideas being put in place to safeguard workers improve efficiencies reduce costs etc Oh yeah, you know, technologies have come such a long way over the last years and uh, 
and it's accelerating. This is one of our reasons for wanting to start the Ontario Nuclear Innovation Institute. It's not just to spur innovation as it relates to our plant, but it's our ability to share with the community the types of technologies that are evolving. You know, things like adaptive manufacturing, 3D printing, artificial mm -hmm. intelligence, the environmental uh, changes that, that we're able to now monitor and see and manage. It, it's important to us. I'm sure it's important to the farming communities as well. Right. Being able to share these things. But, you know, as, and as we look at the technologies, uh, with the way manufacturing is now and the advances in 3D printing, you can foresee a time where manufacturing parts could be just as simple as having a 3D printer in an area so no longer will you have to ship things around we can set up a printing center here and print parts mm -hmm. for whatever we need mm -hmm. so uh, these things are on the horizon and you can see them see them every day uh, in use and advancing and you know and what we're putting in our plants now with the advanced uh, control systems uh, new pumps, new components, we're actually getting more power out of our units. When we start, when we started this in 2016, we were nameplate rated at 6,300 megawatts. <clears throat> we upgraded our uh, plant to 6,400 megawatts about a year ago, and right now we're sitting somewhere around 6,450. And we have the ability to keep keep doing that as we as we go through the renewal process. <laughs> It's just lovely to hear. <laughs> Innovation know. leads to improvement. Oh, it's so exciting. Yeah. yeah, it's exciting for the whole area. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit? Uh, yeah, sure. Well, I mean, the other other uh, key themes of our show are collaboration, and I meant to bring this up was that well, the nuclear innovation is also uh, uh, known for its collaboration. I think that's an industry-wide sort of uh, theme uh, or characteristic. And it just got brought up at a. Canadian Nuclear Association conference. That's just such a great conference. It's so great. It's really about collaboration. Mm -hmm. You know, by working together with all industries, uh, you can see the excitement in the air and the advancement. It's such a mm -hmm. positive feeling. This year's event was a record attendance. I think they had almost they had over 900 people yeah. there. And uh, and with that, you you get to see the different companies and how. Uh, they have their display booths there with the different technologies that are that are coming out mm -hmm. and, and in use, you know. And we're making such advancements in robotics, in particular, uh, for numbers of things for uh, for our use in terms of doing work on site uh, and advancement, but also for other types of inspections. And you see, and you see different companies now deploying that within their organizations. And I. I think as we get a, an energy cluster here of, of, of companies, we're at about 50, you're starting to see them start to work together now here locally on different projects mm -hmm. and also community projects. Right? We just we mm -hmm. see them now self-sponsor different events and and they're doing it uh, on their own as, a, as they're part of the community now. Yeah. One of the things, and, and Jay, I don't know how much I've talked to you about CNA, and sorry you weren't able to join us. Maybe next year? Maybe. Yeah. Find out. <laughs> we'll see what we can do. Um, one of the things that I, I reflect with Mayor Charbonneau and uh, David Smith, our CAO, about the CNA is exactly how you described. It's that collaborative attitude and it's that collaborative energy. And so this, this was our third year that we've attended. And this year, by far, was more, um, hey, you need to come over here and talk to Sogging Shores. Hey, Sogging Shores, I want you to meet these guys. And, uh, you know, with their suppliers that are direct suppliers to Bruce Power, 
they're making some connections now for their sub-suppliers. And they're saying, you really got to come check out the Tri-Counties. Come check out Grey Bruce and Huron Counties. There's tons to do. There's great living opportunities. There's great health care, great education. There's quality of life, you know, like go play at the beach five minutes yeah, when you're sure. done work. Yeah, absolutely. So we're starting to see more of that conversation. So for us, you know, we, we love going and, and learning more about the industry. Um, but those connections and, uh, and that opportunity to network is... It's unbelievable. Yeah, you know, it really helps us as well when we, when we can see that Soggy Insurance is like the 16th best place in Canada to live. <laughs> we'll take it. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I'm not sure exactly the 16th, 18th. Uh, but yeah, we're, yeah. Right, we're right around that. We're yeah, working we're our, our way up. Let's put it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's in a good spot, right? And people, when they come, they, they finally go, they, they'll finally say, wow, we see what you mean now. Yes. Right? Yeah, and it's just such a good opening for us as a as a business as well as a as a community to have that type of reputation. Yeah, absolutely, and thank you for that. We we are grateful for those words. Um, one of the things that I did want to mention and talk a little bit about. So we, as the town of Soggy Shores, we're a member of the um, OCNI Organization of Canadian Nuclear Industry. Um, we work collaboratively collaboratively with the OCNI and with their membership to you know as you just described inform suppliers and nuclear industry about what our community looks like, feels like, how we can support as the municipal government. Um, OCNI, again, is working quite closely with the, um, I'm going to use all the letters, sorry, Jay, with the IRSN. Alphabet soup, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) OCNI, and that's the uh, uh, Indigenous Relations Supplier Network, of course. So I wanted to chat a little bit about that um, and Bruce Power working closely with our Indigenous communities and um, I guess is, you know, what benefits and what sorts of things are you seeing coming from these relationships as they're being established? Yeah, you know, first and foremost, we have an opportunity for everyone at Bruce Power. Uh, we have enough, uh, enough things going on. There's no reason why uh, all of our communities can't in some way benefit from what is happening at the Bruce Plate. So we're, we're happy uh, to see people being involved and taking an interest and being active. And we, you know, we had a recent announcement where we've uh, signed our first memor- memorandum of understanding uh, to create a co- company or help a company get formed called uh, Tron Makwa or Makwa Tron. Uh, and that'll be a, an indigenous construction company that we look, uh, we look very favorably to beginning working with us. And the suppliers network as well. It's looking broad, broader at setting up different economic opportunities in terms of not only employment but potential for partnering with other other businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see that broad net cast all throughout our communities, and it's just up to the communities whether they want to participate or or not, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the you know that's been the strength of the economic development initiative. That we have going on is that the communities are working together to attract the companies and at the same time uh, prosper from that and, mm-hmm. and develop yeah I think that leads beautifully to like so what do you is there is there a, can you articulate a specific need or a, a way that the supply chain or municipalities like Sogging Shores or other leaders in the area help you be successful with the refurbishment Maybe yeah. you've answered it. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, you know, it comes from uh, a number of different venues, but I, I always look at it that people people that live together, work together, play together, want to stay together. Mm-hmm. And it's that community spirit and that collaboration is what it's going to take to have a 20-year run at this, right? It's not like a lot of projects that happen in industrial settings are usually uh, 18 months, 12 months, 
a project team is formed. <clears throat> they do what they're supposed to do. They finish it, and then they, they break back up and go away. Well, we really don't have that, right? We're, mm -hmm. we're starting something in 2016, and it'll run through 2036 in a very large way, continue on to 2045, and then the plants will run all the way out to 2064 and maybe past that. Mm -hmm. So we've got a long-term view of what we're doing. So the community is a community, and, and ensuring we have strong communities is an important part of a sustainable area and for us to be sustainable. And I think the welcoming uh, new people into the area, uh, making them uh, feel comfortable and, and really uh, showcasing what the area has to offer has been very helpful for us. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So our um, part of my portfolio here with the town is economic um, development and we've spent a, a lot of time looking at economic development, economic growth and opportunity in the community of Saugeen Shores and our economic drivers really are identified as tourism, agriculture and nuclear. So certainly, as you've just described, we are seeing, we understand the economic spin-off of um, Bruce Power and certainly the major component replacement. Uh, we've had John Peavers, uh, your director, um, on the show to talk about that economic spin-off. So previous episodes do, do reference some of that um, because we know that it's, it's significant. We, we see it happening. Um, daily I have conversations with businesses that are learning of other businesses and, and where is their space available and, and how these businesses that are coming to town to support the major component replacement they're hiring local they're shopping local they're purchasing homes locally or renting locally um, the spin-off isn't just that job creation it's all of that trickle effect that moves down. And we as Saugeen oh, yeah. Shores see that, we're experiencing it, mm -hmm. um, but certainly we know that it's spread throughout the tri-counties. You know, one of the things I heard uh, the Economic Development uh, uh, initiatives put out is there there have been 300 small businesses created in Gray, Bruce, and Huron counties in wow. the last three years. I think, you know, that's that's sobering when you think about that. Yeah. That's uh, that's quite a number. That's quite... And yeah. I, I also heard that Saugeen Shores building permits are in the order of cl close to $100 million last year, which is it's astounding for a town of 14,000 people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I think that's uh, that, that, that shows well for the area, and I think it, it, it starts to paint that bright, vibrant future for many years to come. Yeah, absolutely. And what an opportunity, right? And Jay and I, Jay's kind of, you know, he smirks at me because I think uh, during at least at least once in every show, I look at Jay and go, we are so fortunate. Like, we get to work through this. We get to experience this. Well, you know, we are fortunate. There, And I've traveled the world in some of the companies I've, I've worked with, and it's very unique what we have here. Very, very unique. And while it's a great opportunity, it's also fragile, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the opportunity is by working together, we can build something not only for the near term, but for the, uh, for the long term. The fragility of it is when the collabor if the, if the collaboration ever stops, mm -hmm. right? Any one organization can cause a disruption mm -hmm. to cause this all to stop, right? So it's that, it's that sense of community pride and, and I'll say community partnership that's needed not only in the near term, but the long term. Mm -hmm. uh, Yes, it should never be taken for granted or, or a given that the, what's happening now will continue into the future. It takes a lot of hard work. And we've, we've, uh, we've, you know, and one of the challenges that we've been able to identify just sort of through the experience, it's not, it's not local to us, it's, you know, 
a global issue, or say at least a Canada-wide issue, is a labor shortage. And um, Bruce Power acknowledges that. They've partnered with the town to host a forum discussion on labor shortage in the next few weeks. Mm -hmm. I've forgotten March the date. March 20th, yeah. I've forgotten the date. Uh, but I guess that acknowledgement means, like, like, I guess, how real is that? Is a skills, skilled trades and, and other expertise an issue for, for nuclear power in Canada or for Bruce Power in particular? Yeah, or seven acres, right? They're yep. they or, yes. expanded dramatically in, in the area. You know, the types of folks uh, we attract are coming out of the trades halls or the universities as engineers and, and technicians and scientists or trades workers, right? So I think it p provides an opportunity for the young folks. Mm -hmm. If you go off to school, you know, uh, seeking a technical area or a business area, those types of things are in demand. And if you if you don't like to go to university, I think the building trades uh, that option offers a very secure lifestyle for many you know many many years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those folks uh, those folks work hard, but they also earn a very good living. Mm -hmm. And it's a it's a, the type of a career that you can support a family on. Right, it's a long term career. It's not just a a short term job. Right. There's I think mm -hmm. there's always a difference between having a job and having a career. And when you when you learn something that you can apply uh, for the long term, I think you can build a career out of it. Mm -hmm. It's a lot more stability for people. Yeah, absolutely. So we're looking forward That's to that great. chat. March yes. 20th, I remember the date. Yes, finally. March 20th, we'll, yes. We'll do more. We should do another whole other episode <laughs> okay. on labor shortage. Okay. That would be a longer conversation. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. That was kind of the, uh, you know, the questions and the themes that Jay and I wanted to, to chat with you today. Um, we really appreciate you taking the opportunity to come in and, and chat with us about uh, what's next with Bruce Power. It's exciting days. Yeah, it's my pleasure, and I look, I look forward to maybe coming back again someday once Please. we get a little further down the road. Uh, but I would, I would, uh, I would say that you know we we started in 2016, and we've been at this now almost, uh, almost three years, uh, coming uh, well over three years now, and we'll be coming into our first major component replacement, but. Uh, major component replacement is just part of our life extension program and that life extension program goes from 2016 all the way out to 2045 and like I said we'll start the major component replacements in 2020 and they'll end in 2036 so they're they're just a piece of what we're doing here and you have to say thanks to all the people investing in the area and Bruce Power our primary owners are TransCanada and OMERS and uh, you know the OMERS is basically the pension fund for mm -hmm. Ontario uh, uh, municipal workers and I think it shows a great faith in Ontario for this type of investment and then all of our bondholders as part of our uh, as part of our efforts here we've gone out to raise about uh, two billion two and a half billion in in bonding uh, to help us pay for all the investments we're making so we, we couldn't do that without of all, mm -hmm. all our financial backing and and that comes with good performance and good support okay. wonderful great thank you again thank you did you learn something, Jay? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, how you can't. Not, right? I mean, it's when you have the opportunity to to talk and, and work closely with people like Mike yeah. Renchek and John and Bruce Power, yeah. it, it means that we will be better off. You know? Oh, absolutely. It's it's so good, and it's a great message to share. And and we're fortunate and grateful to be able to share it on the show report. Um, speaking of, if you've got feedback on the show, you can shoot us a line at podcast at soggingshores.ca. And you can, if you're new listeners, please subscribe on uh, SoundCloud or iTunes because uh, the, the way the algorithms work, and I'll tell you, say this again, oh. <laughs> helps us get more listeners. And the, what's important is 
be able to talk about soggy shores and yeah. how we, we can make our community better. Yeah, and hey, one more thing. Um, if you want more information on Bruce Power, you can certainly learn about them at brucepower.com. Um, and again, if you're a supplier or connection and you want to learn more about relocating to the area, I'd invite you to visit soggyinsurers.ca slash invest. And uh, I would be glad to help you, as would Jay, the host of The Shore Report. <laughs> Thank you, Jess.